Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Offensive line upgrades and downgrades right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome, everybody. Adam and Dave here. Dave, let's talk about some players who can benefit from upgraded offensive lines. Does it really make a big difference to you that the Bengals have gotten clearly better on the line? They were pretty bad last year. Is it really going to change your, your rankings or your confidence in the Bengals? We already have a lot of confidence in. We do. And Joe Burrow was outstanding when he was pressured last year. You look at his splits from pressured versus not pressured. I'm sorry I don't have them here, but it's a five-minute podcast. (laughs) You'll take my word for it. He was significantly better efficiency-wise. He was great both ways, but certainly when under pressure, he was great. I would like to think that if Joe Burrow had more time in the pocket and the offensive line protected him when he was, when a blitz was on, he would still do really well if he was able to have that extra second, second and a half to find the open guy, wait for a receiver to get open, et cetera, et cetera. So I think Burrow does have the chance to be better, but I also recognize that Burrow's year was really made by two huge games late in the 2021 season. So it makes me a little nervous to call Burrow a top five fantasy quarterback. I know his ADP is pretty high right now. I don't agree with it. There are other quarterbacks who have rushing upside that I would rather have them burrow. The other guy in Cincinnati we're talking about is obviously Joe Mixon. He's coming off of a monster year. His offensive line was bad. If they can do more to pave some lanes for him, his efficiency will spike. He could have career years in you know yards per carry, for example. People would love that, and he could score plenty of touchdowns. It, I think it absolutely confirms Mixon as a top 12 contender. Yeah, right. He only averaged 4.1 yards per carry. If he scores a lot of touchdowns and he plays all three downs, and then he gets that up to 4.5, 4.6, it could really yeah. make a difference. could make a difference. I don't know if he's playing three downs. That's just been something that's been consistent with Zach Taylor is that Mixon does come off the field in those obvious passing situations. But he had 42 catches. He, he, he had did, 42 but catches. they use him in the passing game when it's not third down. Uh, oh, sure. All right. I, I should have said involved in the passing game. Remember, he wasn't on the field at, on the Bengals' last drive. That's true. Of the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because it was a passing. Oh, that worked out. So, uh, how about the Dolphins? I don't think we talked about them much on, on the full length show where we talked about offensive lines. They added Teron Armstead to mm-hmm. play left tackle, they added Connor Williams, which is maybe just one of those guys where he's a name uh, and he could play left guard, but they've had a pretty bad offensive line. Does Teron Armstead help them enough? And Connor Williams, I guess. In the games in which Armstead is healthy for, yes, I think Armstead is a huge upgrade over what they had. But Armstead does get banged up quite a bit. He might play He might play 14 games this year. He might play four games this year. Dolphins are hoping that they can keep him healthy. They'll probably limit his work in training camp and all that stuff uh, because he's a seasoned vet. Uh, they know what they're getting with him. But it's part of the reason why he wasn't immediately gobbled up in free agency. It took him a while to land with another team, and it's kind of telling that the Saints didn't bring him back. I I, I don't know about Connor Williams. I think the I, I actually I I don't feel like he's going to be a huge upgrade for Miami. I think the Dolphins can end up having similar problems to what they had last year, which is defenses come into town and they blitz them constantly. And the end result is Tua getting rid of the ball quickly, lots of short passes, not a lot of deep throws. 
and uh, and they they struggle to reach the upside for those receivers there. And let's spin it negative here. Are there teams? Yeah. yeah. Are there teams and players that you're worried? Are there players that you're worried about in terms of having a bad offensive line? I think it's an, a continued knock against James Conner that the Arizona offensive line really didn't get much in the way of upgrades. Their depth is bad. Three of their starters are at least 32 years old. If they incur some injuries on that offensive line, uh, not that James Conner was an efficient running back to begin with, but I think it'll just be harder for him to to you know not take on so many hits when he's running between the tackles or even a little bit off tackle in that offense with that offensive line. So I'm nervous about that. And I've talked about this on the full-length show too, the 49ers offensive line, the interior of that line. And it's an important role to be a guard or a center in the 49ers offensive line because they use those guys quite a bit for pulling. They, they're not strictly zone all the time. They will mix it up and use some power running as well. But they've got a lot of duties in there, and those guys need to be on their A game. And that it's a mix of either – inexperienced players or players who do have experience, but they weren't graded well. So I'm nervous about how that could impact the 49ers run game, no matter who their running back is. Okay, that's it. That's your offensive line update. We talked a lot about it on the Thursday episode of Fantasy Football Today if you want to hear more. For Dave, I'm Adam. Have a great weekend, everybody. Jacob Gibbs joining me for Saturday and Sunday episodes on Fantasy Football Today. Bye. We'll talk to you later.